Samantha's Army Samantha's papa told her once that you could tell a person's level of maturity by the way they handled themselves when encountering something new, but not so nice, like the first time they are envious of a friend, have a bee in their soda, or see a favorite teacher buying a handle of booze at the store. This confused her until she had her own first-time experience with her bully of a neighbor, Jim Jin Jinny. The first time Samantha ever talked to Jim Jin Jinny was last summer, when it was practically daylight all the time. It was unusual for anyone to have glasses in this tiny Alaska border town. One practically had to get airlifted to see a proper eye doctor. Samantha couldn't sleep, even though it was way past her bedtime, so she decided to walk down the street and back. Papa was snoring on the couch with the TV on, but her mama, who was sitting at the window, doing her thinking, as she called it, Samantha often wondered what cigarettes and thinking had to do with each other, said it was okay. Just to not be too long. There was a mad moose sighting recently, and that she'd wait right there at the window until she got back. What happened was that Samantha was walking past the Jin Jinnies, admiring the pale sky through the thickly canopied trees, and the walk was working. The fresh air was starting to make her sleepy, or maybe she just needed to wait a bit longer before going to bed. Jim Jin Jinny saw her and called her over. Sam, check it out. Come here. Samantha was not at all sure she wanted to do that. He never really did anything to her. He was in high school, so it's not like they even ever saw each other, except by accident in the neighborhood, like when he takes his snow machine out of the garage to ride the trails in the woods behind their houses. But her cousin told her once that Jim Jinjini had beat up another kid over a soda, so Samantha was not sure how to handle this. Then she realized that this was actually the first time Jin Jin Jinny had actually spoken to her directly, and that this was one of those defining moments her papa had told her about. She decided the mature thing was not to believe what other people say and to see for herself what kind of kid this Jim Jin Jinny was. She walked over to his hunched figure in the driveway. He was kneeling on the ground and holding something in his hand. It was eyeglasses. Look, the sun is still strong enough. Sam squatted down next to him to get a closer look. Jim Jin Jinny was holding his glasses in a way that the sun was going right through them and sending a beam down to the ground, right onto a line of ants. Sam felt bad for the hard-working ants, whose orderly diligence had always impressed her. Oh, was all she could manage. She imagined what they looked like to the ants, the two of them, a hulking giant with the power of the sun in his hands and his underling at the ready to squash them, squashed them all when the giant got bored, which is exactly what happened when Jim Jin Jinny stood up and began stomping out life. He made her feel cautious in a way she had never felt around another person before. Her senses were electrified, and all her hairs stood on end. She took an involuntary step backwards. He held the glasses out in his outstretched hand as if it were a rotting fish. Stupid glasses. I was going to run them over with my bike, but then I forgot that I saw someone do this trick with them on TV. Anyway, it took forever to get to the doctor and back, so my mom would kill me. He forced out a small laugh, and my pop would do even worse. Samantha was trying to figure out why he was telling her this, and how to exit the scene when he looked right at her. She thought he must be about ten feet tall the way he looked down at her. Keeping his eyes on her, he put his glasses on. Wow. Dang, I really am blind as a bat. You know, I'll probably do better at school. Not that I care, but everyone thinks I'm so dumb. Maybe I take so long on tests because I can't see the tests. They look nice on you, 
Samantha realized that she meant it. Jim Jin Ginny wasn't a bad-looking kid, but couldn't believe she had been so bold. He narrowed his eyes at her, like he didn't believe her. He crossed his arms. Well, don't think I won't have to beat up a few assholes for teasing me, even if they don't do it to my face. I know who they are already, and they'll get it good. Sam took another step back. She'd never had an older kid that wasn't related to her talk so much. I have to go. Bye. Samantha booked it home as fast as her flip-flopped feet would take her. Her mother must have been keeping her word because she opened the door before Samantha got to the porch. Sam, what's the matter? Did you see that moose? Her mother instinctively reached for the shotgun behind the door. Samantha ran into her mother's arms. No, Mama. It was Jim Jin Ginny. He was burning ants with his new glasses, and I said they looked nice on him, but he said he was going to beat up anyone who made fun of him, but I wasn't making fun of him, so... Her papa came up behind them, blinking the sleep out of his eyes. Hey, hey now, let's go sit down and tell us all about it. The three of them went into the living room, and her mother went over to the TV and snapped it off. Samantha explained the story to them a bit slower, but not by much. Her papa said to not worry about Jim, in fact, that she should feel sorry for him. But he is the one who deserves to be beat up. Well, maybe, and mayhap not. It sounds like he was talking to you real honest. Or maybe he weren't, but that's neither here nor there. I know for a fact his bark is worse than his bite. It's just that bullies are sensitive kids who have been bullied themselves. But due to their lack of Green Army men, they in turn bully others to try to combat their fear and shame. Samantha thought about this. Her papa's Green Army men theory was that everyone in the world is born with a set of them. The old-fashioned kind that come in a barrel. They provide a natural defense against depression, broken hearts, and abuse. Some are born with a lot, and others with just a few, through no fault of their own. That's how come siblings that have the same parents and upbringing can turn out so differently. They're varying amounts of Green Army men. You know, Papa, I went to him when he asked because I wanted to see for myself what he was like, and not by what others told me, and now I know. Well, you did come equipped with a lot of Green Army men, didn't you, Sam? We have always known that, but don't judge him yet. I have a feeling he won't be going far from here after he graduates, if he graduates. It will be interesting to see the man he becomes after high school. Well, I hope he's right about his glasses going to fix the problem, because I certainly don't want to go to high school with him. Both his parents burst out in laughter. Okay, Sam, said her mama. Let's get you and your green men, green army men, mama, army men, off to bed. Good night, Sam. Papa kissed her on the top of her head, and that night she dreamed of a whole army of ants graduating high school in green gowns, while Jim Jin Ginny sat in the audience wearing broken glasses and pouting because he didn't make it again.